up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Rap and Wrestle podcast. You know me. My name is Derek. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, YouTube, anywhere you stream at Rap and Wrestle. Today, very special day. Got a very special guest with me, Space Jesus herself, Biting Billy, Billy Starks. What's going on? How you doing today, miss? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Great. I'm glad to have you on. You know, one of the young, aspiring talents that are out there on the indies today. And uh, you've been doing a lot of great things. And, you know, I was wondering, you know, for you, like, like we said, you're, you know, you're a, um, you're a, a young wrestler, very young wrestler, but you're doing a lot of great things. Um, I know you started when you were 13 training. How is that to be starting at such a young age and Kind of like, what is your mindset when you're when you're starting at that age? Honestly, like, I never thought I was going to start training that young because, like, the youngest person that I ever knew training was, like, 12, and it was because of his family and all of that. And then another girl I've met, she was 15 and started training. So, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, there's no way. But, like, I was joking around with Madman Pondo because I was like, oh, so when are you going to give me private lessons and actually train me? And then he introduced me um, to Grindhouse, where is where I got trained to Tutu of Tony, who owns it. And I started training. And in my mind, I always wanted to be a wrestler. Like, I had other ideas of what I wanted to do. But like, for me, wrestling's what's stuck. And it's always stuck. So um, I always get told my mindset is a lot different than most kids my age. And like what I want is I'm very stubborn. So um, I stick to what I want. And when I first got in the ring, it was like, you, you feel it. Like I never want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my first day at training, I literally went and it was right after a cheer practice. Cause at the time I was still cheerleading and I get there and I'm only supposed to watch because it's like, oh, this is like how training usually goes. This is what you'll be doing. And then they asked me to get in the ring and I started rolling around doing up and overs and bumping. And I was like, oh, I love this. I, I'm never leaving and yeah. nothing's really changed. And I feel like um, at times they did like, because of my age, take steps where they're like, maybe you should calm down, take some time, heal your body because my body is still developing. I am one of the younger ones. Um, but at the same time, they treated me like any other wrestler. Yeah. Hey, this is what you want to do. So this is how we're going to treat you. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's awesome. And, um, you know, to be able to do it at uh, that young an age and, you know, to keep going. Um, what, so how old were you when you had your first match then? I was very young. Um, so I had my first match. Uh, God. Um, I had my first match like six months after training and it was a trainees match. So um, it was right after it was I was still 13 at the time and I was about to turn 14 and um, it was a triple threat. And it, I remember the exact date and it's like crazy uh, because I, I thought I was going to be stuck like in training forever before I got the chance to wrestle and my training school had a show and they're like oh we're gonna put you pre-show on this show and I was like okay cool and I like sold a bunch of tickets and everybody was coming and uh the one of my train trainers who were like running the show goes oh 
we're moving your uh, match to semi-main event because you sold too many tickets. We don't want oh, the whole man. crowd to leave after the pre-show. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, man. Dang, that's, that's pretty crazy. Dang, semi-main event is like your first match. <laughs> that's pretty nuts. I can only imagine. How did you, how did you manage, like, uh, training and wrestling and, like, still being, you know, a kid and still being in school at the same time? Like, how, how do you manage those things? Um, I've always been a very, very busy person, so, um, it's always just been, like, okay, this is what I want to do, how are we going to make this fit with my schedule, um, like, right now, uh, because of corona and everything, all my school is online, which has made my life a bunch easier, because I get to wake up a little later, and I get a lot more rest, and I get to travel more for wrestling, because when I was in school, I would leave early and be like, oh, I'm going to a wrestling show, um, I'll make up my work on Monday, blah, 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 blah. And I did that very often and my teachers became used to it. But like, I was very open about like what I was doing. And I was like, hey guys, this is what I'm doing with my life. I would really, really like for you guys to work with me. Um, yeah. And I just told them what I had going on. And most of my teachers were actually very excited for me and would work around my schedule. Like my PE teacher, I love telling the story. Um, so like whenever we missed a PE class, we're supposed to turn in like a workout video of like us working out for like 20, 30 minutes. And I would always submit her matches that I did that weekend and she would take them as my credit. And I was like, this is, this is awesome. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty nuts. Oh man, so you're just doing what you love and you're still getting that credit for school. <laughs> that's, that's pretty nuts. Wish I could definitely do that. Um, you know, for you also, what, what would you say is probably so far in your, you know, your young career, uh, what would you say is the most valuable thing that you learned from wrestling today? Um, just be a good person. But like, I feel like you learn that through life. Like, at the same time, like, all, all we need to do as people is be the best person we can possibly be. And I feel like wrestling has really like taught me that. Um, because of seeing like everything that's happened in the past few months, it's, just be a good person and hope that the good that you put out there will come back to you. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a, a great mindset to have for sure. When you're getting into the business, um, you know, when, when I introduced you, you know, I said uh, space Jesus and biting Billy. Uh, those are two very interesting nicknames to have. <laughs> How did those nicknames come about for you? <laughs> How did you develop those? So both of these are just like inside jokes between like me and my friends. So mm. the biting thing is what, was because like when I was like a baby um I had a constant problem of like biting people and yeah. there's the story of like me and my cousins and my brother used to go down to my grandma's basement and like wrestle so like there was a bunk bed and a couch so one one corner where like the tag match would be is the couch and the other tag is the um bunk bed and I remember wrestling and one of my cousins I he had me down so I immediately just bit his arm and he ended up like just oozing blood and this is at like a family oh, event and my my cousin's just <laughs> upstairs crying <laughs> with blood leaking out of his arm because like that was what I did I always bit people like my mom broke the habit by just <laughs> repetitively being like stop stop oh man, oh, man. But um, that was like one of the inside jokes. And that's why when I first started, I went by Biting Billy. Because I was like, oh, if you're in a fight, like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Definitely makes um, sense. Space Jesus is a little bit complicated, but it's 
Um, very, very funny. Um, this guy had a tattoo on his chest of an alien that was walking on water in the Jesus pose. And he has a reputation that I won't get into. Um, but then I was at a wrestling venue and one of the announcers who knew about this guy was like, oh, who wants to be announced as species? Everybody's like fighting over the name. And I finally walked up to him in pride and I was like, if you don't announce me, I'm going to be very disappointed. And by the time, like I called my match, I did everything and I walk out to the ring. I completely forgot I even said anything about it. And uh, he goes, Space Jesus, Billy Starks. And I just look at him and he sees like the smile on my face just grows huge. And the crowd just immediately popped for it. And I was like, oh, I'm keeping this. I don't know why, but I'm keeping this. <laughs> hey, no, no, I, I definitely, I like it. I think it's a pretty, it's a unique, it's a unique nickname for sure. Definitely uh, cool. Um, you know, for you, what, what, what do you think was like that moment as you know, like all of us, you know, we get into this, we love wrestling. Um, when we were kids, you know, we idolize it. Um, for you, do you have like a special moment or anything that drew you into wrestling that made you want to, you know, do this full time? I don't think there was like a specific moment. It was just me being around the wrestling community. It's always like I wanted to be involved with it. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started wrestling, I, I immediately like something clicked with me where I was like, yeah, I like this. this this is something I want to do. And um, I partially blame that on my stepfather, Mouse, because he was the one who introduced it to me. And like, I think it just developed my love for it because that's what we did together was watch wrestling. And then we'd go to wrestling shows and it just grew and grew in on me. And then I was like, yeah, I don't know what else I would do with my life. Yeah, no, I can uh, definitely uh, relate to that. for you, is there is there anyone whose style that you think you emulate or that you uh, draw pieces from that you know create who you are and um you know like also like who who are some of your uh, favorite wrestlers when you were uh, coming up and watch or still today who are some of your favorite wrestlers? So um, when I first started wrestling, um, this is still like NXT era era uh, era where Bailey and Finn Balor was wrestling. So um, they were like the main people I would really, really watch from. And then I got into ROH with um, Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen. And then I was very into independent wrestling. So my first independent show, I got very, very excited for Necro Butcher, but my mom still hates it to this day. Cause I just remember sitting in the Colgate bleachers and his music starts and he comes out barefoot tossing a trash can halfway across the gym and you see my face just go <gasps> oh man i'm just immediately just terrified like what is happening <laughs> oh my goodness i i can definitely i can relate those were like the people when i first started wrestling that's who i connected to but like wrestling if i watch it today is very different for me um, I think it's just because I just grew up and now I've been around wrestling so long. So I see so many different parts of it. Mm. So I watch a lot of different matches than I would. And I'm a big fan of backyard wrestling. I get <laughs> told that I'm ridiculous for it all the time. But like, I, I don't like bad backyard wrestling. I like good backyard wrestling, even though mm-hmm. like people are like, that doesn't exist. But yeah. it does. I find an entertainment value in backyard wrestling because I think it's more creative Um, because like I watch uh, this Alabama kids in their backyard who set up like a wooden post around their trampoline with like 
uh, actual rope going around. Like that was their ring. And like this kid dove off the roof and did, uh, I think it was a moonsault onto the trampoline. And I was like, yeah, I'm highly entertained by this. I can't tell you that I'm not. And then I would always watch like Matt DeMorris matches. He um, Mm. is actually a wrestler like who got trained and everything now. And I still love his wrestling to this day. But when I was watching him do backyard wrestling, I was like, oh my God, this, this guy is 10 times a better wrestler than I am. Oh man, see that's crazy. That's crazy. See, I can, I can, I can, I can relate. Uh, being a parent, I can, uh, I can see how your mom was worried, <laughs> especially Negro Butcher. I'm like, oh man, uh, especially my daughter. Oh, if my daughter fell in love, oh, she's like, oh Negro Butcher. I'm like, no man, no. We gotta cut this off. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. Um, so for you, what uh, the blue hair is like? What? like makes you stick out from like everybody that's like the most prominent thing and i i love it i love the way it looks and everything for you when like when did you start with the blue hair so when i first started wrestling i had purple hair and Mm -hmm. then i kept changing it kept changing it and then i did blue for a hot minute and then when i went to uh, my first mania weekend um in new york and stuff i was in an airbnb with a few people and um someone told me hey you need to find what's going to work with you what's going to stick you need your trademark and i think your trademark should be your hair color or and like that because it makes people more recognized and it, like shotzi's thing is her bright green hair and i was like yeah. oh cool i'll figure it out for the longest time me and my mom was like my mom was like oh you should do purple and i was like oh, i'm just gonna stick with blue i'm gonna stick with blue um, cause like I looked really good in the purple hair, but like, for some reason it's, I think the blue just complements my eyes very well. Cause I'm a very blue eyed person. <laughs> yeah, got you. yeah, no, I think, I, I think that's dope. Now this is what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna give you a couple names here. All right. So we got Sasha Banks. We got the blue meanie. We got gold dust. We got Paige, Jeff Hardy, Oscar. Um, anybody else you can think of, these are all wrestlers who at one point had blue hair when they wrestled. Uh, for you, who would you say is the best blue haired wrestler that you could think of? Ooh, I've never been asked that before. I really, mm. Ooh. honestly, from the people you name, I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, I, I, I can agree with that. I can, I'm not mad at that. I'll take it. See? I knew I knew nobody asked you that before. <laughs> I'm not, I'm that. Oh, man. So, you know, we were, uh, you know, we're talking before you went on. Um, you know, you, uh, you made your, your debut for GCW. Um, how was that experience? And, like, what did, what did it mean to you overall to be a part of that event? Um, I was actually extremely excited. And I recently started going to more GCW shows because my calendar freed up because of Corona and my wrestling weekends weren't as crazy and they were coming closer to my home because I live in um, Louisville and I was like oh they're not like nine hours away (laughs) it's only like two and then I was like okay I'm gonna go and get around this environment and I started going to GCW shows and Brett took a notice to me and I finally got a chance to wrestle um at spring break and I was like this is amazing I'm so excited and then I did my stuff at spring break 
And I just remember after the thing, I was like, oh my God, that was so much fun. And then my mom's immediately texting me, you did so good, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, I love you too. <laughs> oh man see that's, that's she, she was like why'd you kick that boy right in his head i was like what are you talking about i barely touched him. oh my goodness <laughs> that's funny that's definitely funny and i and i saw uh i saw joey janela shout you out look he's another one too he said he said he liked your hair too he's trying to he <laughs> might he might be crossing over to the blue world too and getting that blue hair too man um you know um also i would like to know so besides wrestling you know being an ordinary person what do you do outside of wrestling literally most of my schedule so i do work a part-time job mm -hmm. and then i go to training and then when i'm at home i play with my pet bunny thumper who's the most oh, adorable man. but the devilish bunny at the same time <laughs> oh, man. um and then I play video games. Like uh, I play Call of Duty and Dead by Daylight. Um, I've gotten really into Among Us re recently, but yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I was. Awesome. That's dope, dope. Uh, what's your what's your console of choice? Are you a PS4 person or are you an Xbox person? So I'm currently an Xbox, but um, all of my friends are PlayStation. So they're, mm -hmm. they're convincing me when the new PS5 comes out, I should switch. Mm -hmm. So, I, I might change, but they're like all, they're like, you must come to the dark side. <laughs> like, oh my God, you guys are ridiculous. Oh man. Nah, that, hey man, all your friends are there. You got to switch over so you can play with your friends. Get that online going, man. Oh man. See, the Call of Duty allows crossover, but they get so nah. upset because the crossover allows uh, like uh, computers to play and they'll use like uh, aim bots and stuff like that. And they're like, this is so stupid. Ah! Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so what, let's say, what, what is your, uh, what's your favorite music that you like to listen to? My music taste is actually like very all over the place. Mm -hmm. So like, um, I really like the front bottoms. I like Billie Eilish. I mm -hmm. like, um, uh, mom jeans. Uh, yeah. Like I am one genre to the next. It's like whatever my mood is in, yeah. like, I'll be like, oh, I want to listen to this song right now. Or I want to listen to this. So I can't really say like I'm in one specific area. I got you. I got you. What about um? What would you say? What about TV shows? Do you are you into binging? Is there anything that you're that you're in love with? So I'm a big fan of anime. So right now I'm binging. Um, I'm probably gonna say Haikyuu, which is like mm -hmm. the volleyball uh anime. Um, and then for all, I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus. So I started watching the second born royal secret society ship like movie and i've been really into that so far oh man yeah i gotta check that out i'm huge on to disney plus i gotta definitely check that out um so let's say these are some 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 good names here you know um you're talking about priscilla kelly kimberly um killer kelly i'm thinking kelly klein but killer kelly um <laughs> shati blackheart um, you know, all people that you've been in the ring with, how is it, you know, just to know like, hey, you know, I have a young career and I've stepped in the ring with these ladies and these ladies are, they've moved on and they've, they've done great things as well. And knowing that, hey, hey, this is the path I'm headed on. How is it just to be in the ring with ladies like that? I feel like it's been a great opportunity for me and I've learned so much from those women and how to develop my own skill. Yeah, no, I think I think that's that's definitely great. And um, 
you know, I think you definitely have a bright future as well. And uh, you could definitely follow up. And hopefully we'll be seeing the blue hair on TV one day. That would be so dope. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, also, I know uh, you've done uh, intergender wrestling as well, too. Um, do you enjoy doing those type of matches? And, um, you know, how is it just to plan an intergender match as compared to, you know, com um, planning a regular match? I honestly have so much fun with both. Um, mm -hmm. I wish I had more opportunities for intergender wrestling because um, uh, there are more guys to wrestle than girls um, yeah. because there aren't as many women as there are guys wrestling. So I feel like it opens up a completely different market of who I have a chance to be able to wrestle. And then I also just have so much fun with developing stories because you can change a lot more. And like, I just have fun with both. And it's a little different because you do have to play out, this is a male, I am a female. Okay, let's develop the story from here. Yeah, then no, definitely. Female and another female. But mm -hmm. I also think about it as like David versus Goliath and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, it makes sense. Um, you know, if there if there's anyone you could pick to step in the ring with, I'll give you I'll give you both. If there's one guy you could do an gender match with, and if there's mm -hmm. one girl you could do a match with that you haven't wrestled yet, who would those two people be? So, I would love to wrestle Millie McKenzie. That would be my girl, and I would love to wrestle Ben Cassidy or Bastard Cassidy, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, yeah I mean, he actually recently started, but I love the way he performs and like he has a very uh intense energy when he comes out and it makes mm -hmm. me very excited every time I watch him oh awesome awesome hey hopefully some, somebody will book that hopefully somebody will listen to this and they'll, they'll book those matches for sure um so for you personally um what do you what do your goals look like for the future uh like what are you planning to accomplish in wrestling Honestly, I want to make a living off wrestling. That That is the number one goal. I want to be making a living off this and also being happy and enjoying this because this is always what I wanted. This has been my dream. So I want to be making money, being happy, and living the best dream. So those are my goals. I don't know where I'll end up, if I'll be signed or if I'll still be an independent wrestler. Uh, I don't know where wrestling's going to take me, but if I end up um making my lifestyle off this i would love that yeah that will always be awesome and um you know if you if you don't make it in wrestling you can always start that ice cream truck that you wanted to start <laughs> <laughs> so i think you yeah, i think you got that and also i wanted to ask you because i thought that was very interesting to say <laughs> that you wanted to drive an ice cream truck if you what would you name your ice cream truck if, if you have one Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> the blue haired creamery that that's the coming up on the spot so i might <laughs> might develop it more but that's on the spot that's what came to mind oh so yeah i think that would be dope uh, that'd be dope you could you could make a killing off of that for sure um you know besides wrestling as well uh are there any talents that you have outside of the ring that normal fans wouldn't know that you have um i am a painter i paint and draw a lot so like most of my paintings are very very artsy or they're very like memes like i have gifted um 
Cole Radrick, uh, when he did a SpongeBob show, I gifted him like the SpongeBob meme of the dirt dirt dirt. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, uh, yeah, that's one thing that people might not know. I do. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Have you ever um, have you ever had a chance to design any of your own shirts, or are all those designed by somebody else for you? Um, I have let other people have creative activity of all my shirts and stuff like that. I don't know, maybe in the possible future, I'll design my own shirts. <laughs> I think that'd be dope. Um, also, you know, I saw um, you have uh, Cosmic Christmas coming up. Um, yeah, I know <laughs> the 16th coming of Billy Stars. Um, tell us about that event. Just let the fans know what that event is going to be about and what they can expect from it. So this is the celebration of my birthday, and mm -hmm. it's basically me letting all of my friends wrestle their dream matches or what I dreamed for them to wrestle. <laughs> nice. And I've been extremely excited about this, and um, I believe it's December 13th. It's not my actual birthday, but it's very, yeah. very close. Um, and yeah, a few matches have been announced, and um, I've got a scramble that just got announced that is the um 16th 16 scramble something something basically mm -hmm. it's 16 people from indiana that i feel like deserve a chance and should be noticed more i am so excited for my show and i hope people are able to come we are limiting ticket sales because of corona and everything and the building is mm -hmm. not the biggest so we want to make sure everybody's still being safe yeah, no, that that's that's pretty dope. And it, like to have this show and to have like, you know, uh, to be a part of like this making the decisions in it too. Like that's like amazing. It's like 16th birthday. It's like <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty nuts, man. That's pretty nuts. Um, you know, the future, like I said, the future is definitely uh bright for you. Um for fans that, you know, just wanna connect with you and wanna uh follow your journey on social media um how would they follow you uh what's the uh the usernames and stuff like that so all of my social media instagram twitter facebook is all under billy starks b-i-l-l-i-e and then starks is s-t-a-r-k-z and yeah that should be easy <laughs> perfect if they wanted to, if they wanted to buy merchandise where do they get your merchandise from um i have a big cartel um uh, and it's all linked in my bio i believe um, it's definitely in my Twitter bio if you want to go there, or you can go to Big Cartel slash Billy Starks. Definitely, Billy. I really, really appreciate. It. I know we've been working it out. I really appreciate you taking this time. Um, definitely, I believe you're one of the bright stars of the future. That's got a lot of great things coming her way, and um, I just thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And for us, this is Rap and Wrestle. You can follow us Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, YouTube, all those places. Make sure you subscribe at Rap and Wrestle. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Thank you, Billy. And once again, we are out.